0: Hi, this is Hilary Adler from DMN. I'm here for another podcast with Media IQ CMO Rebecca Mahoney. Um, Rebecca, so tomorrow is International Women's Day. You guys have this great event coming up, which hopefully will not be canceled from this snowstorm on its way. Um, you're doing this for WIQ, which mm-hmm. is an initiative uh, with a mission to educate and advocate gender equality mm-hmm. and greater female representation in ad tech. Let's talk about that representation. Like, how bad is it?
1: Um, I would say, well, hello first of all, thank you for uh, <laughs> thank you for uh, coming and chatting with me. Um, I think you know not to be not to put too much of a kind of a grim outlook on it. Um, you know, it is improving, however. You know, ad tech is still an industry which just hasn't caught up with, with, with gender equality in terms of, you know, not even 3% of female, um, there are female CEOs in, in ad tech. So, you know, if you look at Fortune 500 companies where I think the number's roughly about sort of, it, it sort of goes on between 15 and 20%, you know, in our industry we're, we're not even reaching 3%. So, you know, if you look at it very broadly like that, it's quite a grim picture If you also look at the number of, um, from an advertising perspective, so take away ad tech, the number of men in ads versus women, there's four times more men in ads than there are in women in day to day uh, TV advertising.
0: Why do you think that is? Because I feel like. Realistically, don't you think the large percent of consumers in America are women? It is. So
1: roughly 86% of consumers uh, of, of most Americans are women. So there is absolutely this really big imbalance between what we see in advertising um, and then, what we actually and who, who is buying you know, goods and services in the US. I think there are a number of reasons. I think that often, when you get higher up the ranks in, in advertising companies and ad tech companies, even in creative companies, you find that men are often leading those businesses. And so they feel more comfortable by putting men into, into advertising. Um, so, you know, there is this huge, big uh, gulf. In Delta that we have right now in the in the ad tech industry and in the advertising industry, um, and it's something that W I Q we've been very very uh, conscious about. So you know, when we founded W I Q um, in in the UK about two years ago, you know one of the big things, and you mentioned it earlier, was you know it was around how do we get this sort of gender inequality out into into the marketplace? How do we get people to understand that there is this big gap and we need to do something? We need to stand up quite strongly. We need businesses and organisations and CEOs of companies to say this isn't okay. What can we do within our organisation to actually make sure that this this golf is changed? So having programmes like WIQ, which celebrate female empowerment, which celebrate females in our organisation, um, and put on events like we've got, hopefully tomorrow night, um, you know, are really good things. They're really positive things. And, and for us here, and for me particularly, I don't want to dwell on the negative pieces, because we can do that, and there's a lot in society at the moment, culturally there's a big conversation mm-hmm. happening outside of you know, the ad tech industry, um, as we know, um, but there's a great movement, and I yeah. really feel, I think we all feel this, that a little bit like the youth movement, right, there's this movement of women saying, I'm not going to put up with this anymore, mm-hmm. and actually I'm going to make a stand for this, I'm going to really say what I think, how I feel, and how can we change this together. So, a little bit of a grim picture, um, still, still an issue, but I think that the more people that stand up and actually recognize it, and for businesses to say, yeah, we're not doing great, we need help, I think it's a good thing.
0: Yeah, it really feels like we're hitting like, the, the golden age for women, you know, starting with the Women's March and then moving right. into the Me Too movement, and now this talk of diversity in the workplace is <laughs> just like, really gaining traction. Yeah. It's, it feels bizarre in a sense.
1: It, it is. I mean, you know, we're sitting here in 2018 and we're still yeah. having these conversations about, um, you know, diversity in a workplace, which really, let's face it, none of us want to have. We just want it to be a diverse workplace. You know, I think this year in the UK um, marks 100 years of women getting the vote. And, you know, in some instances, we're not that much further on. Yes, we have the vote and yes, there's lots of positives, but there are still things that shouldn't be happening that, that are happening today. So I think you know the stronger the voices, the more that actually people can recognise this as a problem and I'm talking about business leaders mm-hmm. and addressing it head on. Um, and, and as I said before, saying you know out loud to their, to their employees, you know, we need your help. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we want to do something about this and we're very conscious about this is, is a positive. Yeah.
0: So what are some of the, the practices or initiatives that WIQ is is putting through to help change this narrative?
1: so there's a couple of things so one of the things that we're doing um, is uh, we're trying to focus on inclusion so inclusion meaning you know men and women mm-hmm. um, because what we don't want wiq to be is something that is just for women um, it's it's really important we know the issues ourselves as women and we want to make mm-hmm. sure that we involve the men in our organization and in our industry within this so we've actually started to put training in place so we've done some training around confidence for men and women mm-hmm. um, and that's been that's been you know, gone down really really well in terms of just giving women and men skills to be able to go into a meeting and feel like they can own it, feel like they they can they can be confident with the way that they're you know, portraying themselves. So we've done a lot of training around that. We've, we've also been doing some training on unconscious bias as well. Um, so, again, a lot of the times people don't know they're saying things that actually are really yeah. offensive or that they offend, you know, offend people even in a small way, so we've been doing a lot of that, um, those sorts of initiatives and again we're doing that on a global basis. Um, in India it's been really interesting, um, so what we've been doing there is we've been getting women entrepreneurs to come into our India office and talk about actually how successful you can be as a female entrepreneur in India. Mm -hmm. And that's been really fantastic actually. The the team have have really seen kind of how, if you have a really good idea, it doesn't really matter. You just have to, you know, you can put it into place. Um, So we've been doing a lot around that. And then we've been partnering, um, so we're partnering with She Runs It, which is an organization in the US. Um, And what they provide is support, events, mentorship for women in the advertising and creative industries. So we've just partnered with them. We're actually going to be running the event with them tomorrow. Um, but as part of that, we, um, we're actually going to have, be part of a mentorship program for all of our employees um, in, in the U.S. with them. So we're doing you know, lots of education, lots of training sessions. Um, I'm going to be doing a lot of speaking um, about personally, my personal story as well. Um, I get a lot of, um, of women you know, who, who come up to me, and as we've been doing WQ, asking me questions around, you know, how do I have a family, and how do I become a CMO or a CEO, and so, you know, being really open and honest is something that I think in the business we're trying to do, and the great thing is is that our founders are really supportive, and the rest of the board, actually, at, at MediaOQ are really supportive, and again, are opening up um, all of these different channels for us to explore.
0: And then, you just, you just briefly mentioned women who want to be CEOs, CEOs or CMOs but also want to have a family. Mm-hmm. How can we, how can we in the workplace champion that wish?
1: You know, I think it's um, it's one of those questions that that, that gets brought up a, a lot and it and it should be, be brought up a lot because I think, you know, it's people. It feels like an awkward topic. It, it does feel like an awkward topic and I honestly, I, d- I don't know why. You know, we all, you know, we all are in the same situation that we want to maybe have children or maybe we don 't want have children you know that 's okay, but I think that you know men and women both face that same that same dilemma, but for some reason mm-hmm. it 's always the, wo- the woman that gets those questions i 'm actually half Kiwi and so um, they have a, we have a female prime minister, and one of the first questions that she was asked as she was going um, before she became prime minister. One of the questions she kept being asked was, oh, you know, what are you going to do about if you have a if you have a baby? How can you be a Prime Minister and how can you have a, have a child? Oh my gosh, what year is it? And exactly, and she actually refused to answer those questions because she said it, does no, it has no relation to the fact that I would want to be Prime Minister of this country. And you know, and, and would would a man be asked that? I'm sure I'm sure not. So it is, you know, it is something that we shouldn't be scared about talking about. For me, it's again the businesses being very, very open, saying, you know, flexible working hours are okay. And you know, if you are we have mothers in our organisation and we you know we have to make sure that we are giving them the time to be mums and to have a family outside of the working hours. Um, and and to make sure that's okay. So talking about flexible hours, being able to have that that flexibility of of whether it's, um, you know, doing calls from home or not putting in meetings at 9 a.m. on a Monday morning where it's just impossible. So really changing the way that we work as as businesses is really important Um, and having those conversations, you know, openly, it's so important.
0: Now, taking it outside of WIQ, you're the the CMO of a global brand. Mm -hmm. How can marketers or CMOs of other brands how can they use their power to change the conversation to help push forward diversity
1: so we, we spoke about this earlier you know for me one of the reasons that I got into marketing you know, way back is is, uh, is because I was really interested in, in human behavior and human psyche and, and, and how that can then translate into you know whether it's you know consumerism and um, and so I think we have, we're have we in a really unique position, actually, with storytellers. Ultimately, I see myself as a storyteller. I'm telling the story yeah. of my brand. And I think that marketers don't always use that to the extent that they could do. You know, we have an opportunity, especially right now, um, to, to really bring our, our brand into the forefront of that storytelling, of that narrative brand diversity, show how we're um, you know being diverse. bringing in through advertising, so I, I mentioned the numbers earlier around there's four times more men than women in, in ads okay, so how do we, as creative directors, how do we make sure that that's not the case, of bringing more women into the fold? Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, it's all about the storytelling, it's all about the way that we bring women into that conversation, being really open and honest as well. Um, you know, a lot of what I do as a, as a marketeer is, as, as certainly as a, as a global marketeer, is go around and tell my story. And, and it's not a particularly, it's not a really interesting story necessarily, but it's, it's it's you know, to try and help show that you can you can have, be a marketeer and you can, you know, be a similar building company, but you can also humanise that story a bit more as well. There's a face behind, you know, my brand um, and to iq
0: Well, I mean, I literally, I couldn't agree more. Um, and I think, I, I can probably speak on behalf of, like, most women and say that we're really thankful for people in your position that are doing the active work that needs to be done to move <laughs> this forward. Mm. Um, I mean, I've been, I feel like I've been on a tear for the last, like, four months covering this area. And so it's, you know, thank you. It was a thrill to talk to you.
1: Of course. Thank you very much.